Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Matt Shalava. And it's almost Friday, it's almost the weekend, so I think everybody's pretty pumped about that. I'm just on my way home from work, so it's a pretty, uh, pretty normal day. Things have been different at work just with the way, uh, you know, COVID-19 has impacted all the, the different things that we do and things like that, but... It's been really good. Um, sales have been sporadic. I've sold out of a lot of products and stuff like that that I've had. I've been looking for other ones and uh, trying to stack as many good, fast-moving products as I can. So that's just been something I'm working on, trying to utilize the, the money I have and spend it in the best ways possible, trying to get quick returns on it. And that's really what I've been focusing on a lot recently is just quick, fast returns on my money trying to build it and let it grow as fast as possible and then uh, hopefully start to disperse it and into different sources of income whether that be um, you know different uh, educational things to try and help myself uh, kind of learn a little bit faster with some of the other things I want to get into like a wholesale or like a, a merch by Amazon type of thing or maybe uh, try and spend it on some slower moving inventory that has a much higher return on investment. So just trying to look at that, but it's been really, really good. Summer stuff is doing phenomenal. There's a lot of places around the U.S. right now that are entering that summer season and especially out west, places like Cali and, and areas like that are just uh, going through a, a small heat wave right now. And so it's been really good to be able to kind of list some summer stuff and get some things like that moving think like bathing suits or different um like inflatables and things like that that you would use for uh, going to the beach or stuff like that and or in a home pool i guess because the beaches are being closed down in cali but uh just different things like that are doing really well for me right now so i've been happy about that but uh trying to look ahead is is something i've been working on and it's been, it's been all right, but one of the things that happened today that I'm super, super upset I missed out on is the Air Jordan 1 mid Luka Doncic release that they did. So I didn't really know anything about these. I didn't know that they were coming out, and I don't think a lot of people did because they were pretty heavily slept on by most of the people that I was talking to. And I guess Luka, Luka Doncic, for those of you who don't know, is an NBA player. And he is, at least during the season, he was playing at an elite level that most people hadn't really seen in at least a long time. I mean, he was doing things that people hadn't really ever done before. And he was playing at, like, top of the top of the NBA level. So he was doing really well. His sports cards were reselling. I think they peaked at around two grand. So, and you could have bought those last summer for in the hundreds. Like, I think they were going for five to eight hundred bucks at different points. So, uh, buying up a bunch of those and flipping them when they were going for around eighteen hundred was a huge arbitrage that a lot of people cashed in on and did really well with. But he did a collab with Jordan and released a shoe, and it was pretty sick. I liked it a lot. The tag on the tongue was a lot different than just your standard Jordan tag where it has the Jumpman logo on it. It had, I think there was a saying or some small writing on it, but it was like broken up. It had a really clean looking Nike swoosh and then I think there was a basketball hoop, uh, but it was just a clean shoe in general, all white with a green and purple on it. 
um, and it wasn't gross looking like it looked really good the way that they did the green and purple so I thought that it was nice and the retail on it was just super cheap it was 125 bucks and immediately they were going for 200 plus on eBay so that's just you're making all your money on that because eBay doesn't do fees on any shoe that's athletic and over a hundred dollars and so people were making an instant hundred bucks for roughly you know eight minutes of work buying and listing the shoe and there wasn't a lot of hype around it so a lot of people were buying multiples of it a lot of people were doing um, a lot of people were able to get the shoe that really before can't get shoes just because there's a lot of people that run bots and things and since it was so underhyped not that many uh, resellers were going after it as as much as you would like a Travis Scott shoe or something like that so they did really well I was really bummed that I missed out on them because I would have liked to have picked up about four or five pairs and then just made a quick 500 bucks this morning so that was my bad I completely missed on that I should have paid more attention but uh, that's just the way things have been recently so um, looking forward though tomorrow May 1st is the Travis Scott uh, Air Max 270 release and so those are gonna be huge they're going I think the retails around 160 and then the resale on those is gonna be 400 plus 500 plus something around there uh, so it's gonna be a huge huge uh, shoe to kind of go after and a lot of people are gonna go after it because a it's Travis Scott and Travis Scott is absolutely huge right now with just the hype around him anything that comes out Travis Scott and Nike has been reselling for insane amounts of money the, the AJ1 that came out last year uh, went for, I think it was last year, it went for about uh, over a thousand at some points. And then the Air Jordan 6 that came out, that came and went for, I think, around a grand and is dipped a little bit. But each shoe and his, his dunk that came out in February is still over a grand. So, I mean, the shoes that he's releasing are just doing really well. It reminds me a lot of what Kanye was doing when he first started releasing shoes. Uh, with Nike and with Adidas. His first couple Yeezy Boost releases did absolutely phenomenally. Like the Zebras came out and they were reselling for about 1500 bucks and the retail on them was about 200. So it's kind of reminiscent of what Kanye was doing when he first started releasing sneakers and stuff. So it's really cool to watch and kind of see the torch be passed from Kanye to Travis Scott and probably unwillingly, but but still it's, it's really cool to kind of watch how Travis is just taking over everything. So uh, that being said, I will be going for those. I would encourage you to go for those if you can. Uh, it's going to be a huge shoe to go after, and I'm really pumped about it. So hopefully I can get a pair of those. We'll see. There's going to be a ton of people going after them. So it's going to be probably one of the more difficult releases to actually pick up on the sneakers app. But there's, there's always a chance. So that's what I'll be doing, and I'll be trying to get those tomorrow morning. And... Hopefully pick up a pair somehow. But outside of that, I don't think there's too many other releases this weekend. I don't think that the Air Jordan uh, 5s come out. They may come out this weekend, but I may be mixing my dates up, so I'll have to check on that. But um, outside of that, sneakers have just been something I've put to the side for a little bit. I mean, I've still been going after them, but a lot of the things I've been doing have been online arbitrage flips, uh, different retail flips that I found. Um, and so that's kind of something I want to talk about today is the different ways you can make money doing online arbitrage. I think I discussed it a little bit in my podcast a couple episodes ago about doing different ways you can make money through reselling or just online in general. But online arbitrage is kind of a, a beast in itself uh, because what 
you can do is leverage different online purchases and make the money before the item ever gets to you, which is awesome. So what I typically will do is I will find different items that are reselling and either they're back ordered or they've been, there's a definite ship date. They're going to be shipped within a couple of days. And what you can do is you can order these products and then list them on eBay as a pre-order or list them with a longer handling time than you normally would. So if there's a, a sneaker that's coming out, like a Nike sneaker, I'll buy that sneaker and then I will list it on eBay immediately. I'll just change the handling time to like 10 days, which is even way too much for Nike because most of the time they're five business days or less. But I like to give myself a little bit extra cushion with that just to make sure that things are you know kind of running smooth. And especially right now with COVID, there's been a lot of shipping delays with things and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if uh, some of the things that we're normally getting faster uh, slow down a lot. And people can see that with Amazon Prime. I mean, Amazon Prime is no longer next day or same day or two day shipping. It's like four to five day shipping. It's almost faster for me to go to eBay than to go to Amazon at this point, just because I know that the person I'm buying from on eBay is going to ship it out the same day if it says same day shipping. So that's just something that has been interesting to me. But if you're looking at buying different things online, you can make the money before you ever have the product. And you just have to be wise about it because if you end up listing it as a one day handling time, it's not going to ship for three weeks then you've kind of put yourself in a bad position because the buyer is going to expect the item within that a lot of time that you gave them and eBay will ding your account if you ship the, if you don't ship the item, uh, on the actual time that you were supposed to ship it. So that's just something to keep in mind, but, um, you just have to kind of, kind of work with that as you do different resales of things that you've pre-ordered or things that you've ordered and are waiting to come in. But online is great because you really don't have to leave your house or anything. You can just work from home and kind of pick different items out, whether they pop up on Amazon, whether they pop up on eBay, whether they're on any of these other sites. And you basically wait and you, you find an item that's selling and you can kind of pick it up. And then as it comes to you, list it on eBay and it, it sells, you pack it up and it's out. And you didn't have to do really anything. You didn't have to look for the product. You didn't have to run to a bunch of stores trying to see if it was there. You already know where it is. You already know if it's in stock or not. You're just waiting either for it to come back into stock or you're waiting for it to, um, or you just find it and, and you purchase it. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's almost like the thrifting of online, which would be like eBay and Mercari and stuff things where you can actually make offers to, to sellers, things where you can find a good deal if a, an auction is running out and there's not very many bids on it. So that's kind of like, I kind of think of it like thrifting or like a garage sale where you're kind of negotiating a little bit. There's wiggle room with the price. You can always find a, a really good deal compared to other places and that could be something you use to your advantage. But um, then you look at like Amazon or you look at walmart.com or something like that and those are in themselves the retail arbitrage of online. I mean, they're retail stores, they're operating like a retail store if they don't have a physical presence like Amazon. Um, and you're buying items from them uh, for a set price, which is kind of the norm for online shopping. So you're buying these items, but for some reason there is a, a disconnect in the market where it's reselling on eBay for higher or on Amazon 
for higher than it normally would uh, just retail for. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. A lot of the times it's just because the product is has a really high demand and the company really didn't account for that. So if you're looking at a different computer mouse or something like that, uh, companies oftentimes won't realize what they have. And so they'll just kind of test a product out by listing it, well, not listing it, but offering it up for sale. And if it sells out immediately, they know that they have a product that they should probably make more of. And it's a cheaper way to test a product rather than making you know, 100,000 units and only selling 5,000. Now you're stuck with 95,000 units that haven't sold and you have to discount them and you end up losing money and it's just, it's a mess. So sometimes companies will test things like that and when they're in the manufacturing process for uh, that new product, when they're releasing the second batch, the time between then you can oftentimes make a lot of money because people want that first batch and they want it now because people don't like to wait for things and so they'll pay up significant amounts of money and so whether you know it like using the computer mouse for an example it, it may be popping up at a walmart around you and you know people may want it they may really really want that product so you going out to a walmart and buying up their the different mice that they have for sale you can list them on ebay and maybe make 50 bucks a mouse just because so many people want the product but all their stores are sold out and so that's kind of what you would do but you can do that online too because oftentimes what you'll find is retailers that stock products in store often stock them online too. And then they'll restock online in small batches and things like that. So there's just different ways to make use of online arbitrage. Um, kind of the retail way is what I do most of my stuff with. I look for bigger box stores that are having items that have uh, a di a different amount of resale value than what they're actually retailing for and then I'll try and buy those items up and, and make some money on them via eBay or Amazon but it, the other thing like I mentioned previous is the eBay to eBay or eBay to Mercari or vice versa kind of flips and those are just fun because it, they're really good if you know if you know a lot about a product or a particular category or a niche of products. So if you know a lot about uh, sports cards, right? You can oftentimes go on eBay, you can set up a search that will ping you if there is a certain card with a, uh, a title that you've set up. And once that card is listed on eBay for a certain price, It'll actually like send you a message via your email or on the eBay app and say, hey, we found this product you would like and you set up a notification for it. So here it is. And so you click on it and you go in and you can oftentimes watch that item, wait for it to go either if it's a, an auction, you can wait for the final couple bids to roll in and then make your bid. Or if it's a buy it now, you can either make them an offer or just buy it outright if they kind of listed it way under market value. The thing about buying things on eBay or Mercari is a lot of people don't know that you can actually check the sold comps. So people, like we as resellers know that. That's that's what we do every time we buy anything. You go, you look at the sold comps on eBay, you look at what the current price is on Amazon and what the Amazon rank is and the keep it charts and all that kind of stuff. Or you look at the sold comps on Mercari and Poshmark. Most people don't really know you can do that. And so eBay is a little bit more sly about it. They kind of hide some of that stuff. Um, and I don't think that's by design. I just think that it's not a useful feature to a lot of people or people really don't have the care to look. But for me, I use it all the time. And so 
I know that I can go check what the sold comps are for an item and then check and see if there's any currently listed items that are reselling for a lot more just because the person was uninformed and didn't know how to look up what they were selling. Like look up the actual uh, prices that their item was selling for. So that's a good way to make money. You can do a lot of things like buying lots and things like that. Lots of hats, lots of sneakers, lots of anything. The word lot is usually just a bunch of items that are bunched up together that people really don't have the time or the want to put the effort forth to go through and list each individual item and take all the pictures and make a description and all that kind of stuff. So they'll oftentimes lot up items for significantly cheaper than you could buy them each individually. And it's you know kind of your call if you can make money on the items and then kind of uh, part them out and make more money that way or maybe they're just selling a lot of items that you can lot up and sell for more money because you have the patience and the time to wait on them so that's just another way you can make money uh, via ebay and trying to buy on ebay or buy on mercari or poshmark um i mean the other thing is you can make a lot of lowball offers on poshmark and a lot of poshmark sellers really hate this and really would hate this advice but I do know people that do a lot of Poshmark flips where they'll buy stuff like Patagonia and they'll just go through all the Patagonia finds that they can and then just make like 10 to $15 offers on everything. And that Patagonia fleece is probably going to flip for 60 plus if not like way more depending on how nice it is and the patterns and stuff. But you may find somebody who's either trying to make a quick buck or doesn't really know what it's worth and occasionally you get lucky and you make a quick buy that's for 10 to 15 bucks and you can flip it on ebay for 60. so that's just another way you can do it i mean there's all different ways to make money online it's just trying to find your own and trying to make your own path when you're doing it and so right now when we have a nation that is going through a pandemic like the coronavirus people are stuck inside people do not want to go out and oftentimes people can't go out because of health concerns or uh, government restrictions from going out to certain stores a lot of the places we like to go to buy things are closed if you're not going to a Walmart or a Target to source you're kind of SOL with what you're trying to find and so that's that's a way that you can make money is by going and finding the things you normally would but maybe going to uh, footlocker.com or maybe going to walmart.com or maybe going to Amazon or if you go to a lot of thrift stores, maybe you take all the things you look for in thrift stores and you look them up on eBay or Poshmark or Mercari or Depop or any of these sites that do reselling of used items, that would be another place you can look for your thrift store finds. Typically you'll pay up a little bit more, but if you're making money, then it's probably worth your time to at least give it a shot and see what you can do. So. That's what I would be doing um, if I didn't have my job going on right now. If I was put in a position where I couldn't work, I would be doing a lot of online sourcing. I would be doing as much retail sourcing as I could in store um, just because I kind of, I'm not in really a, a huge health risk bracket or anything like that. And, and so that's kind of what I would be doing. But if you're stuck at home with nothing to do and you want to make some money, the easiest thing to do would just be doing some online sourcing, kind of learning some products and then looking them up on eBay or learning some different ways to make money from Walmart to eBay flips. And I know a lot of people that are doing really well. I've done phenomenally with it in the past couple in the past couple of weeks. I've done really well with online flips. And it's just something that I don't think a lot of people realize. You don't have to go for out of your house to look for items to resell. You can do it from your couch and still make a lot of money. So.
that's kind of something I've been focusing on. Um, hopefully that can provide you with some value so that you can go and make yourselves a little bit more money for your business, make your family a little bit more money, just whatever you want to make money for. Um, hopefully that can help you and aid you in that process. Outside of those sorts of flips, uh, you know, your basic kind of retail things and things like that will hopefully be opening up uh, relatively soon. And so you can always focus on some of the different things I've talked about before, looking at Ross finds, looking at different um, retail finds, looking at different things like that and making yourself some money in the coming days uh, through that kind of a thing. So I'm going to go. It's been a pretty good drive so far and I'm coming to the end of it, but I will let you guys go on that and wish you guys a safe and healthy night. Um, you guys have a good one. Peace.